0: Oh wait no longer, greatness has arrived. Welcome to episode 79 of the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I am your host, Joseph. On this very podcast, we talk about the latest and greatest in PlayStation. So alongside me, the greatest co-host, whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing
1: great. Uh, I'm so happy that we get to retry this again, because... uh, Hold on. I got myself a, a Kratos... And, uh, and Aloy, these little, uh, I think they're called Stubbins. They're yeah. little
0: plush toys. Yeah, little plush toys.
1: I got this from Secret Santa, um, from Kind of Funny Group. And then I oh saw God, Aloy awesome. buy herself in Target. I was like, and I, you're like, I can't leave her up. alone. I got to yeah, pick yeah, her up. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited because I have these. Because I oh wanted these at PSX and I, I couldn't grab
0: them. So. Yeah. How these much are awesome. they? Just, just for me. I think they're
1: 11 bucks.
0: Worth yeah, it. I, wait, absolutely. Do they have a Bloodborne guy? I think they have a Bloodborne guy.
1: There was a hunter at Target,
0: Oh. but I'm not Joseph's a Bloodborne person. Joseph's going to so, Target yeah. going to Target. Okay. Hi, everybody. Hi. So usually on this podcast, we talk about all things PlayStation. Today, we got a ton of... Of stuff we're talking about Apex Legends. We're gonna be talking about Titanfall three. We're gonna be talking about Star Wars. I promise Sony's in there somewhere. We're talking about Xbox yeah, Live. What, what are, am I in my car? <laughs> what is going on? But before we do all that, Kyle, I gotta tell you guys one thing. I'm up for the kind of funny up and comer nominations. I've thrown my hat in the ring. If you guys don't know what kind of funny is, they're one of the largest podcasts that deal with video games out there and they've opened up this nomination list where people could throw their hats in the ring people vote on them nominate their small creators out there like yourself or myself included and so with that if you guys could click that link down below if you could throw my hat in the ring for me nominate mr Badbit or kyle stevenson from the trophy room please it would mean a whole lot to us it just you guys listening and watching both in your car well don't watch in your car yeah I, Screwed that up again <laughs> watching at home or listening in your cars it means enough if you could go the extra mile that'd be amazing thank you yeah. with that kyle before we talk about all this great news mm-hmm. what have you been playing
1: so i, I finally picked up kingdom hearts 3 i tried really hard to watch recap videos of the story so i can yep. uh, stay hopefully know what i'm getting into um i played one last year sometime and I played two one it was released so it's a little yeah my like question
0: to you is is what like yeah what is your connection with Kingdom Hearts are you oh yeah. a loose fan or like just getting into the series
1: yeah no definitely not getting just getting into it I, okay I bought them on release back on PS2 I loved them then um, mm. but I mostly forgot the story after one okay. um, so I I kind of I know one very well and two is still kind of eh. But I, mm-hmm. like I said, I try to watch the recap videos so I, I know what is going on going into this. Yeah, because um, it's been a while. It's been about 13 years. Yeah, and it was very dense trying to understand everything, and I kind of feel like the story is the same thing, just reworded every other game. But mm-hmm. I digress. Uh, I hopped into Kingdom Hearts 3, and I love it. I think it's yeah. a great game. It's super fun. The gameplay is fast and unique. I love the form changes with the keyblades and how you can equip different keyblades and switch back and forth. Yeah. Um, the attraction rides, like Final Fantasy summons, are great. Um,
0: the one thing... I And it looks key, beautiful. You, I gorgeous. love the teacup ride attraction. Yeah. Which these attractions are, like, huge... Yeah, like, summons in Final Fantasy. I don't know. I'm not a Final Fantasy nerd. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but, like, yeah, you summon these huge things. They're, like, huge AoE damage that just wrecks the entire opponent yeah it's awesome it's fantastic the first the first level you fight this huge boss on like this merry-go-round train thing Mm -hmm. super dope yeah super dope
1: and it's a beautiful game it's gorgeous Um, gorgeous yeah absolutely what are you
0: playing on a uh,
1: on a pro i'm playing on my spidey pro yeah but the one thing i do not like is the dialogue and the voice acting it feels it feels like it's a 14 year old game because the 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 dialogue is very much like mickey mouse says his sentence and then there's a, there's a solid second of silence or something before yeah. the next person speaks and it, you can tell they're reading off the page they're yeah. not really the character fluid talking to each other it's yeah, very it's much like stop miss. motion yeah
0: yeah and some voice actors are like nail it uh like the woody woody's actually i think tom Hanks' brother i, f- oh, I forget sweet. I think I learned that in Joe After Work's stream, that that's actually his brother or something like that. Buzz Lightyear, they also nailed as mm-hmm. well. But like there's some other people, like Mickey Mouse. I could have I done a better Mickey. Yeah. And he also, this Mickey does not talk about kneecapping and fools. Pretty disappointing. <laughs> With that, though, so no. you're liking it so far. I'm
1: like it. I'm excited to keep playing, to see the other worlds and stuff. My like
0: question that. for you, Kyle. Are you excited for Anthem? Because you got to try the beta. I got to try the beta. What did you like? I'm sorry, demo. How yeah. did you think of it?
1: So last week I, I we talked a little bit briefly about the VIP demo and yep. its glitches and loading bosses, um, and how I was super upset that I wasn't able to play by myself. Mm-hmm. It just would not let me let me do it. So this weekend, the the public demo, uh, I finally was able to get into like the private beta, uh, not private beta, private, private beta? server uh, to play by myself, mm-hmm. and right away. I tried to do the the story mission with Matthias, Matthias, yeah,
0: something yes. like that.
1: Um, I got to Lake where the all the enemies are, and you could totally tell that they really, really want you to play with other people. Yeah, it's I so was, you're not
0: a multiplayer gamer. You're not even like social, you know. Uh, social multiplayer type, like PVE type. You're, yeah. you're, you like to, you know, lone wolf it. Yeah, which and, I
1: respect. And like, even when it comes to like wearing headphones, I know a lot of people mm. wear headphones when they game. I don't oh, do don't? that. I do not do that. It's I just can't something I not do without
0: them. I wish, I wish, I,
1: I, I wish I had the space and like mm. I lived in a place where I could. Realistically, but it, it just, just
0: headphones. You just put them on. And just,
1: well, yeah, but then if they yell like the uh, nieces sure. yell for me, I gotta yeah. If, um, like, if
0: like the nieces have started a death battle exactly. upstairs, you need to break it up. Uh
1: yeah. But like, I got to the main enemies, and mm-hmm. I was constantly running out of ammo, um, where yeah. I kind of had to just run around and melee them as best as I can, or use my special things. But there mm-hmm. was a the cooldown. I got to like the big huge. Like giant characters at the end of that mission, okay, where you have to fight I, yeah. three
0: of them. They're really tough.
1: They are. They're really tough. And by myself, I was out of ammo, and it was just yeah. a lot of running around, I was dodging just using my
0: abilities. I feel you there too.
1: And I, I, their area of attack, their main area of attack. Yeah, I, I, the couldn't, and there I couldn't. I like, couldn't dodge. So, like I couldn't yeah. figure out how to escape it, and I was constantly like, it took me maybe forty minutes to do that mm. by myself. And I was the big colossus one, because okay. I wanted to try out the colossus. Um, Javelin, and I love how that feels and everything. So, I'm as of now, I'm kind of iffy on buying it on release.
0: Oh, Um, really? Okay.
1: I I love the story, I love the visuals, but it's something where I feel if I don't have a solid squad and I already do so many other things, like I don't know when I have the time to sit down to play with other people. That's kind of why I I play solo. And depending on how this weekend goes, where we can play Division Two. Because I have that beta ready to go this weekend. Ooh, um boy. We'll see what edges it out. So maybe yeah. I, I'll have to pick one or the other. and
0: That's so- what a lot of people are talking to me about. They're like, uh, Joe, I can either pick one or the other. I don't know. Like, a lot of people, I feel, so, like, for me, with Anthem, I played solo, and it was harder on solo. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but then playing it with people, man, that game is fun. I'm sure. It is so much fun. I played as the Storm class. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, did you play as any classes? Or just, just just the,
1: the Colossus, the standard. big the big tank one.
0: Okay, I played as the Colossus. I liked his movement. He is he is a tanky character. So, the, I love the one thing about these javelins—that's what they call the mechs in the game—is that the sound matches the movement. Mm-hmm. Like the Colossus feels like this hulking beast because yeah. each step you just hear the impact of uh, the infiltrator, which is like your roguish uh, uh, javelin you've kind of the movement that they give it it makes it feel like it's lighter and the storm makes you feel like you're a wizard in the air, just levitating. And that's what I played. Mostly the storm class in Anthem is your mage in any other like wizard or whatever in any type of role-playing game, man, it felt great. And the, the effects that they use, it surprised me that like the, like frames did drop when very hectic things were happening, mm-hmm. but I was surprised how well the game held together, at least on the PlayStation 4 Pro version. For me, um, I'm really liking it. It has a lot of promise. I like the story so far, the characters that mm-hmm. we, we get to meet. It feels like a Bioware game and, in that sense.
1: And it did something where it kind of jumped ahead in the story. You start out yep. at level 10, and it made me intrigued as to to find out like how we got to that point.
0: Yes. Which, which yeah. is what cool. What is this thing that's that we're working with? Who yeah. is Mateus? Like, yeah. yeah, there's some good questions and good voice acting across yeah. the board. Um, the instance that we got to play or the stronghold. I use World of Warcraft terms. I get it, guys. Stop yelling at me. I'm a nerd. But, yeah, the stronghold where you're playing with a team of of, of people to get all that rare gear and all that such. Really fun. I really liked it. There's some few things they need to work on it for sure yeah. when it comes to the design of the of the levels and what you're supposed to be doing. They don't kind of give you a good framework or good instructions of mm-hmm. what you're supposed to be doing. But other than that, it's a ton of fun. Yeah. Like, I am in. I played at least 12 hours of nice. this beta. I really enjoyed it. And usually, again, I say beta. It was a demo. Usually when it comes to demos or betas, I'm kind of like, nah, not, not mm-hmm. in for it don't want it don't need it but for for this one jumping in i i dude i couldn't stop playing i can't wait i'm sold so that's 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 weird that we're coming differently but there is a beta that you got to try oh yeah very lucky dude let me tell you this is the impressions episode of the trophy room Mm. this one i'm really pumped about You actually got to get your hands on dreams.
1: I did, and I can't believe it happened. Oh, my God. uh, First, I I want to shout out the person that gave me the code. Uh, His name is Cody, uh, Cody Bernston. He's in the Facebook, kind of funny Facebook group. Mm -hmm. Basically, there was a post about Dreams, and I said something like, man, I really wish I got in the beta so I could try it out. And he messaged me. He's like, hey, I have a code. I'm probably not going to have a chance to... To hop in and, and do it and so I was able to download the beta and hop mm-hmm. in and mess around with, a little, uh, with it a little bit and I-, I texted you like I barely even played any of it I was like Joe this game is special Yeah, dreams is special. What Uh, did you
0: get to play? What did you get to do in dreams? So
1: the the first off, uh, the beta started with like a short video of them saying, "Hey, we appreciate you being part of this. It is NDA, whatever." But like you can tell how much love they put into it and the passion behind it. And then a little tiny tutorial give you the basics of how to you know dive into objects to take control of them and kind of map out. It's kind of like the little Big Planet um, hub where you can create things and put stickers everywhere. A little basic demo there, and then it opened up, and you could actually go experience other people's dreams, like what they've made. Yeah. And I got to try out that first-person shooter in Dreams.
0: Ooh, how did you like it?
1: Super impressive. The... The amount of stuff that they made into it in such a short period of time and for the beta has me excited for them to get like the full release and enough time to actually flesh it out even more. But the, mm-hmm. the shooting felt great. The enemies were super cool. Yeah, I loved it. And then there was a lot of... I kind of hopped into not playable things, but they call them like scenes okay, to just kind of look around and see how detailed of an environment people can make. And it was like walking into a painting. Wow. It was so incredibly detailed and, and
0: flawlessly done. And this is like, what, a month? Yeah. Of just maybe a month and a half of people yeah. just getting getting in their, their and hands I, with it? And I just, love
1: how they, nice. they showcase everybody's stuff where it very clearly had like Media Molecule where it was made by them and then um, the number of times people has viewed the dream or entered the dream and uh, like... Editor's pick type of thing, so it's easily yeah. identifiable. Um, but there were hundreds upon hundreds of things you could have hopped into. Wow!
0: That's and then awesome. after I
1: did the first person shooter, and I messed around with a little bit of the platforming stuff, um, I tried to see if I could create anything. And I didn't create anything myself, <laughs> okay. but I I I extensively did the tutorials. Okay. And the tutorials are super well thought out. It's very holding your hand, but the, it kinda has to you happen that way. That, right, yeah. And just Did the you way
0: feel they, like you were getting a grip oh, on the game.
1: Absolutely. And the way they made the tools in the game is so it's so genius. Yeah. And so basically the one the very first tutorials like move around the level, how you can manipulate the camera so you don't get lost. Um how basically, if you hold L one or R one, it basically acts like a shift key on a keyboard. So like, if you press R two to grab something, um, but if you uh, if you hold down L one and then press R two, it has another function, mm-hmm. um, which is super cool. And then how you can clone uh, objects on the map, and how you can link it together so you don't have to worry about it being. You don't have to worry about lining them up perfectly. You can just clone them, and it follows the string, and it stays in a straight line. Or you can rotate it and make like an arch with the blocks. Um, it's
0: just—it's so simple, and it's—and you're like, we're not easy. artists, here, no, right? Absolutely, like, we're not. no Adam Leonard who makes absolutely all of this awesome not. art. But I know? feel
1: like if I could have had the whole day and sat down and went through all the tutorials. Yeah. And have done them all. I think I probably could have created something pretty pretty cool.
0: Now, I do also want to make, I was looking at, I was trying my best to try to Google, like, media molecule. I was trying to do the, the fast search, and it kept uh-huh. on doing, like, muscle media. I'm like, no, 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 I don't <laughs> want to look at hunky dudes. I want to look <laughs> at dreams. Um, media molecule also announced that February 20th. They're going to have another update, so we don't know what that's about. That's a little bit of flash news, mm-hmm. but with that, Kyle, you're coming off super high on this. Oh, I'm yeah. pumped. Yeah, you're pumped. Absolutely. With that, that's our impressions. I know it's long in the tooth this yeah. one, but dude, we got to play. Well, Kyle got to play Dreams. That's <laughs>
1: yeah, awesome. and that's a huge PlayStation thing, and oh, I'm so excited. I yeah. it, it's something. It, it's same thing. How I think of PSVR. It's yeah. kind of hard to talk about it unless you experience it yourself, and mm. it's one of those things where it kind of changed my perception on it. Obviously, I saw Dreams in Person at PSX, and yeah. I've seen these creations like on Twitter and stuff. Um, speaking of which, they had the PT thing. I could have done the PT demo, but I decided not to.
0: Uh, uh, God, don't tease it
1: because you didn't want to get scared. I didn't want to get scared, <laughs> but it's a thing. Like the moment right. it, the moment. I got into dreams and I saw the loving care of it mm. and how massive the tool set is and how much you can create. I'm 100% in that's going to okay. be like a game. If you're on a des- deserted Island and you can only pick one game, it'd probably be dreams. Cause it has every type of game you ever want in- inside of it.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Kyle, with that, that's (laughs) our impressions. Let's get straight on into the news, the goobers. Goobers. What is the first piece of news in our goober section?
1: Our first goober comes from Polygon. It says, Respawn's Apex Legends, a Battle Royale Titanfall spinoff, available now. Electronic Arts and Respawn Entertainment released a new free-to-play Battle Royale game, Apex Legends, today for PlayStation 4, Windows PC, and Xbox One. You can download it now from the PlayStation Store, Origin, and Xbox Game Store. Apex Legends is set in Respawn's Titanfall universe, but it doesn't feature playable Titans, the sci-fi shooter franchise's signature mechs. Instead, Apex Legends stars human and robotic heroes known as Legends each with their own pers- uh, own special powers and weapons. Like other Battle Royale games, players airdrop onto a map in a battle for survival in an ever-shrinking area, scouring for loot and weapons. Rounds will feature up
0: to 60 players on teams of three. Bohotep writes in, and he asks this, Mr. Badbit, with all the positive reactions about Apex Legends, do you feel that this Battle Royale will give Fortnite a run of its money? Also, What are your impressions of it? So to give you guys just a little bit of an extra backdrop, this was teased during the Anthem beta demo keep on saying beta it's a demo and i was i was just like this is probably not real like why would ea do this this might cannibalize you know anthem or, or make people stop talking about anthem start talking about this mystery game. in what way did they tease it in the in, in the demo there was uh well no they were just like there was like news rumors coming oh, okay. from various sources i'm just like no way they're gonna drop this right after anthem's demo no oh, way gotcha. okay and it did and during like like a few hours before the Super Bowl, uh, Vincent Pella, the CEO of Respawn, just goes, hey, we got an announcement tomorrow. Uh, we're going to start teasing stuff 9 p.m. We're going to release it you know, 12 p.m. And I was just like, there's not a day day and date. This is just this. And, it, and if it does happen, it's EA, right? EA is yeah. the devil. That's why you never see Andrew Wilson and Satan in the same room together. <laughs> Duh. But like you think that, so you're like it's just gonna be an easy cash grab. It's just gonna be awful. Whatever. This is gonna this is gonna ruin the name of of Titanfall. There's no Titans in it, Kyle. No yeah. Titans. That means this this battle royale is gonna suck. Mm-hmm. And when it launched, they didn't respawn. Respawn didn't call this a demo. They're just like, yeah, no. This is the game. This is it. So one thing that one of the producers came out and said about apex legends was that and i'm quoting him i think his name is drew mccoy he said there are some people who think there are way too many battle royale games or it's a fad the world thinks we're making titanfall 3 and we're not this is what we're making to try to convince a skeptical audience for months with trailers and hand-on articles we're just like let the game speak for itself it's the most powerful antidote for potential problems and so this is a game this is not a beta this is not a demo this is the game it is out ready to get people's hands on it and holy crap the stealth release worked they had all these influencers come in they had people like dr disrespect start streaming the game and as of recording Right now on Twitch, is the most popular game on Twitch. Wow. 300,000 people are streaming, watching Jeez. this game being played. They just came out with a number that over 2 million users have logged in. 600,000 wow. active users at a given time. And that's on its first day. Yeah. It's nuts. It's crazy. And my first impressions of it, speaking very briefly because uh, Bohotop asks this, is that, what are my impressions of it? This is actually a really solid Battle Royale game. It's really good. This is not just like, a oh, this is like when I'm bored of Fortnite or whatever have you. Respawn's done something really unique where they're just like, we know we can't compete with Fortnite. So let's not even try. What we can't compete with, what we're good at is first-person shooters. So let's take the assets from Titanfall 2, the weapons from Titanfall 2. Let's just say it's in the Titanfall universe. Mm -hmm. Take the gunplay because we know it's solid. Let's build on that. And let's go after Call of Duty Blackout, because we could go after that. That's an easier thing to tackle than this juggernaut that like Fortnite. <laughs> and at the same exact time, we make the art style semi-cartoonish so that we appeal to the youth. Right? That we appeal, like, hello, fellow youths. That's <laughs> what they're doing. And it's hit. Yeah. It's done really well. Now, we can see how far this this bad boy goes. But so far, so good. It's yeah. a really, really good game. So, now, yeah,
1: my question to you is, Yeah, with Apex Legends, it's, uh, you pick from a class, right?
0: Yeah, it's a class-based, it's kind of like Overwatch meets a Battle Royale game. Okay. Yeah, and it works. A lot mm-hmm. of the classes are fun, they're unique, they all have their strengths, they all have their weaknesses. Uh, I believe there's six classes you start off with, two you have to unlock, um, but you can, of course, use real money, which sucks, yeah. but... It is what it is, and yeah, it's Titanfall minus the wall running, and that's not a bad thing. <laughs> it's Titanfall minus the mechs, and what what you end up getting when you take those two things out is, it's really, at the end of the day, just think of it, Call of Duty 4 meets Modern Warfare 2 gameplay. So it's like Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2.5. And yeah. that's fine. That's awesome mm-hmm. because that's one of the best shooters ever freaking made. That's a game that Respawn made when they were Infinity Ward. The game feels so freaking good. And we've got players or people who are playing the game who would normally just avoid it like the plague. Like Sean Capri has a question in here uh, that I'll pull up in a second. But like, he's not a Battle Royale guy and he's playing it for the first time, which mm-hmm. is crazy. So uh, you, you didn't get to play any of this, I assume.
1: Not yet. It's... Uh- seeing how much people love it and it's yeah. doing the thing where it's it's gonna get me to play it because it has classes in it and it's unique like everyone's gonna have a unique ability from mm-hmm. what i can tell um that gets me a little bit more hype to play okay um, but okay. I, I also saw that um you have to have a squad of three There's no solo, right?
0: Yes. As of right now, there's only trios, they call it. Gotcha. So it's only technically squads, you and two other friends, or randos, Mm -hmm. play together. Now, not a lot of people like to talk on the mic anymore because you're going to have kids calling them the N-word and having sex with their mothers and whatnot. So what they actually did is they have this pointer system where you tap the RB button at wherever you want to go. You double tap it if you see an enemy.
1: RB. Whoa, yeah. this is a PlayStation podcast, Joe. Sorry,
0: R1. There we go. I was playing, here's the thing. I was playing with Luke Lore. I was feeling bad for him. I started gotcha. playing on the Xbox. I'm sorry, it's, I'm gross. Anyway, so yeah, you tap R1 twice and you reveal the enemy location. Oh, you're that's like, I awesome. see an enemy here. Or if you see like health and you want someone to get it, you, can't, you don't have to shoot at them to get their attention. Yeah. You just tap uh, R1 and then you're like, health pack over here, gun over here, Armor oh, that's awesome. Here, so you never have to talk. The communication like that.
1: That's pretty That's pretty rad.
0: The one cool thing about this game, dude, is that the one thing, the one problem I hate with most Battle Royale games, UI sucks. UI is great in this game. Nice. Like, instead of having to, when you find a better weapon, but you have all the attachments on your current one, all you have to do, if it's in the same class of weapon, is just, just pick up the weapon, and all your attachments immediately go on the weapon that's you That's awesome. Yeah. Also, even if I think it's in I, your inventory.
1: I think I read that there's no, like, different qualities of of weapon. Like, if you exactly. get whatever weapon it is, it's the same it's the for attachments everybody. Attachments
0: that help the weapon out. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. It's awesome. It's unique. And yeah, I'm addicted to it, man. I can't stop playing it. I'm, I'm even playing it on the Xbox One. That's how crazy I am. Because I'm playing it on both uh. systems. I don't care. I don't care. I don't and care. I, am I getting wins left and right? Yes. The also cool thing too is um, people that have the most kills, they'll actually announce that.
1: Oh, that's like, cool! Like, there's a
0: new champion, and like, what? There's a new kill leader, and like, you actually see them on like. It's these very much screens. like Hunger Games,
1: probably. Right? Yeah,
0: exactly like Hunger Games, which is that's nice. awesome. Mister Glorious one writes in. He goes, "Question for the podcast, of course, of course, you can. Could Apex Legends release her anthem?" Excellent question, Moody. What do you think, Kyle? Do you think with the success of Apex Legends that this could hinder the launch of Anthem? I, I
1: said think that it, weird. Buy no. Wars
0: Anthem. <laughs> I, <laughs> I just think
1: it. I think it could. Yeah. I mean, just on dollar and cent wise, like Apex Legends is free to play, mm-hmm. and Anthem is a full sixty dollar game. So, I mean, just there, if people don't have the money to go get Anthem. You got a a quality, what sounds like quality, um, free-to-play title kind of in the same vein where you're running around with friends and you're just battling to see who can be the best.
0: To me, I think when it comes to Apex Legends and Anthem, like, I'm still picking up Anthem day one. I'm pumped for it. I'm excited for it. But for me, I'm also loving Apex Legends and I can't put it down. But I know by the time the month ends, um, I'll be willing to go try Anthem out. You know, Mm -hmm. the cool thing that they've done, smart thing rather, not really cool, business savvy thing, is that they haven't released the Battle Pass yet. Nice. So that's actually in March they're going to release it. So you don't, it's not the feeling of, and maybe they did that because Anthem's coming out, where they didn't want to hinder Anthem Mm -hmm. by going, oh, well, I already, you know, having customers going, well, I already bought this thing. You know, might as well get my money's worth out of Apex. Yeah. Smart thing they're doing here is like, No this game's free there's some loot boxes in it if you want it but it's free and so you don't have that guilt of like spending god knows how much money on skins because for the most part there's like yeah some cosmetics you can buy but it's not it's not forcing you which is weird because it's ea so i don't think it's gonna hurt it much
1: is i think what will hurt the most from this is whenever battlefield's version right comes out
0: Yes, that's what I really think the true the true problem lies, is whatever Battlefield, when Battlefields, if at this point yeah. their Battle Royale version comes out, I think that's the thing that's really going to hurt it more than yeah. anything. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Sean Capri, the host of the Xbox Drive, asks this, why is Apex Legends so popular when the characters are so meh? I'm struggling with this myself because I can't put down the game. Um Kyle, my thoughts on this is I thought the same thing as as Sean Capri over there. Mm-hmm. The character designs, the art style, I'm not a fan of. Okay. But I think the game's so popular because the gameplay is so good. Yeah. How they launched it, the stealth release. That, and you're not looking at the characters that much anyway. Because it's first person, right? Because it's first person. Yeah. You're looking at the gun most of the time. So that's why I think a lot of people are able to look past it. And also, like I look past it a lot in Fortnite. Because Fortnite's art style... Uh, though I've poured too much money in that game, I'm not actually the biggest fan of the the art style. Mm. There's better, but I still play it because the gameplay is so rewarding. so mm-hmm. I think that's that's the true the true testament is that the gameplay is so good you can look past the art style so with
1: uh, re- that yeah, really quick before we move on, yeah, uh what do they call the win?
0: they call it uh the champion, and what's really oh, nice. like you are you're now the champion. what's really cool is. When you go into your next game, they announce you as the champion.
1: Oh, that's awesome.
0: They're like, here's the, here's the top squad. And you see the the kills, their, their kill count. And then if they won last round. And then when you kill them or they die in the match, you'll go, the champion has been slain or something like that. Oh,
1: nice. I like
0: that. It's dope. It's it's Respawn, man. They're amazing at multiplayer. Yeah. It's amazing. With that, Kyle. Let's get to the next story, shall we?
1: Next goober comes from Push Square. It says PS5 backwards compatibility suggested by Sony patent. <laughs> Sony has filed a patent for a method of backwards compatibility. Supposedly, the newly devised system, as authored by Mark Cerny, praise be to Knack, the guy who designed the PlayStation 4 will allow the PS5 to run all previous PlayStation software. And yes, in theory, that covers PS1, PS2, PS3, and PS4 games. The technical side of this supposed backwards compatibility system sounds pretty crazy. Essentially, it allows the machine, the PS5 in this case, to mimic the behavior of previous consoles using multiple processors. In other words, when an old game is booted up, the PS5 tricks the software into thinking that it's running on its original device. Again, it sounds rather ambitious.
0: Ooh. So, Kyle, yeah. what have been saying for months? A lot of people are very nervous. Is this going to happen? Is this going to happen? Mm-hmm. These patents suggest it at this point. It's safe to say PlayStation 5 is going to be backwards compatible. Yeah. My question to you is how backwards compatible is it going to be? Is it just PlayStation 4 games? Or are we going back to... to PS1 itself. Man, if
1: the that's the dream, right? Yeah. If you can just play whatever game that has a PlayStation brand on it, like that is the dream and that will I will cry happy tears. So I can play <laughs> like the my obscure RPGs from PS1 era that will probably never see the light of day in a remake fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is 100% going to be fully backwards compatible. Yeah. I, I really do. Um I think what what you're saying in there, I I think people are I think Sony is listening. I think they've learned their lesson when it comes to the crossplay thing. Mm -hmm. Um, They have announced a name change thing, even though it's not that great, but they are listening and trying to make it work and happen. And I think right underneath those two, it's backwards compatibility. Now, Mm. to what extent is it like? Is it going to be like the Xbox One, where you can just put in the disc and read it straight from there? Or That's is it going to be like a ha- PlayStation Now thing where mm-hmm. everything will be unlocked pretty much? And you can kind of like download it from there if you subscribe to the PS Now service.
0: That's very interesting. That's a really great point you brought up. Is this, is this something where I could put any old disc in there? Or is it something of a service that yeah. they're going to be offering? Something tells me it's going to be the latter. It's going to pr- be probably a service that you're yeah. offering to them to players that hey if you want to reminisce about the good old days here's all that for you the you know we're going to be growing the catalog over time so that what you have just similar to game pass mm-hmm. right where like every every other month like this this month on on the inside xbox larry herb announced like a few games i think batman return to arkham and shadow the, of the two yeah Vader. that's a big one it's just last a couple a couple months ago yeah last yeah. couple months and, and uh, like, Crackdown, I think, or something like that. Uh, I don't know. I'm not the Xbox guy. But, like, Xbox people yeah. lost their minds, right? Like, yeah. holy shit, this is huge news. And every single month they have, like, here's a new game that's coming to to the Game Pass. Here's a new yeah. game that's backwards compatible. And I think if Sony's smart, I think the biggest strength that they have is their library. Their backlog is so much superior than, than Xbox's, yeah. right? In terms of, like... The PlayStation 2 catalog is one of the largest catalogs of the history of video games. Yep. And there it is right there. You can unlock, you know, five games every single month and they could be trash, whatever have you, but yeah. sometimes it could be Castlevania, you know, Legacy of Kane. It could be Twisted Metal. It could yeah. be Jack and Daxter, mm-hmm. right? Sly Cooper, Infamous, The Sky is the Limit.
1: Yeah, GTA series.
0: Yeah. And it's just over time, have these games here. Here it is. Here's some more nuggets, and you control the news at that point. You have a day where you celebrate PlayStation. Yeah. What better way than that? Because I don't, I don't think, I don't think it's as easy as saying like, here's one disc, you know, one disc tray to rule them all. That's a lot of money. I would think Sony would be throwing at. it. And I can,
1: I I can imagine the PS Five is going to have a 4K player in it.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. And I don't
1: even think they could. Can 4K like uh, a lens or a 4K player? Read a DVD disc, yeah, or CD disc type. Yes, yes, it can. It can. Okay.
0: It it just uses a different layer when I. I think it uses a different laser when it does that. Gotcha. Or does it use the same one? I don't know. I'm not a nerd. Someone yell at me in the comments. But yeah, so for that, I think that would be amazing. Like you have, you know, PlayStation Three, PS2, PS1. They're all backwards compatible on this service. And then for PlayStation 4 games, because yeah, it's Blu-ray, you have that little laser disc, whatever, you put it in there, bam. You're playing your PlayStation 4 games on your PlayStation 5 without the service, and then everything else with the service. Yeah. And you kind of get to write that off because they're legacy games. Yeah. And you get to sell them again because they're yeah, legacy absolutely. games. You yeah. know, have the option of like buying or yeah, straight up streaming. A-
1: them. And it gives it gives Sony the option to be like, hey we know you want another entry in the series or you want this to be remastered, remake, whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, here it is. Just like, if you want to play it, I know it's kind of hard to find them, especially like the older games are probably really expensive, like the yeah. really hard one to find ones. So yeah. here's your best chance of playing it now and it's as easy as ever. And I think that's just, it's such a brilliant thing. It's yep. something that should PS4 have now. But, yeah. you know, it is I'm happy it is. that, I'm hoping this is, actually a thing and yeah
0: yeah. and uh, you you hit a really strong point is like sony's listening they don't have to like yell it from the rooftops that they're listening they could just do things silently you know they could just do it like hey here's like i got like here we fix playstation now again it could be better they could price drop it but like you know you could download your games now instead of just streaming them right you can now change your name soon uh it's coming sure it's not the best but here we're listening to you here mm-hmm. we're adding i think there's another game coming to to becoming a cross platform across everything game which is awesome so sony's listening it's just they're not yelling it from the rooftops right yeah. now they're kind of putting their head down that's how i see it yeah. but kyle let's get to the next story on the list
1: Next goober also comes from Push Square, and this says, PSN alone generated more revenue than the entirety of Nintendo in 2018. How big is the PlayStation Network these days? The answer, very big. Sony's online storefront generated an eye-watering 1,373 billion yen, around $12.5 billion, U.S. of revenue in 2018, which is more than the entirety of Nintendo during the same period. To put this in perspective, the PlayStation maker made more money through the PSN alone than the House of Mario could manage across every component of its business. Mm. The PSN also made more than the entirety of Microsoft's gaming sector, which itself was up 23% year over year. It really hammers home how important services are becoming to platform holders, as persistent games like Fortnite and subscriptions like PlayStation Plus generate significant recurring revenue for the manufacturers.
0: So I bring this story up not to brag about how awesome Sony is, right? I I bring this up to just show you guys that gaming is just in its, its... it's in its golden age, man. Absolutely. Everybody's doing really great. Like, in that article, it shows you, right? Yes, PlayStation <laughs> did very well, way better than its competition. But the competition, Microsoft, saw a 23-plus yeah. percent increase. They're doing great, too. They're doing great. Everything's yeah. fine over at the House of Green. And in the House of Red, Nintendo, the, you know, which I think we can all agree Mario has ruined the red hat forever. Wink to Luke Lloyd. <laughs> um Yeah, they're doing great, too. Like, the Switch was the number one selling game, uh, or, sorry, system of last year. Everybody's doing great. Yeah. It's wonderful. This is a great time to be a gamer. The
1: the only thing about this story that worries me, Joe, Mm -hmm. is it shows how many people are going digital. Yeah? It's the only thing that worries me, as a physical media person, hanging on to the last thread of hope that it (laughs) will still be around (laughs) soon, and being forced to probably change the digital, but... Like you said, gaming is in its boom, it's in its prime right now and God I'm so happy.
0: Yeah. It's awesome, <laughs> dude. It's really great. Hopefully someone finds someone buys out GameStop and they get that whole thing situated too, because I love physical media as well, man. Yeah. I can't I cannot wait for a li- limited edition of Sekiro Shadows die twice. Of course I'll find a way to fit in a from software reference. Of course I will. <laughs> this is the trophy room. What do you think we are, man? Amateur that's hour? Actually that's store?
1: two. Because Bloodborne Hunter plushie from earlier. There you go. (laughs) Uh, Another goober from Push Square. Man, they've been busy this week.
0: Let me Uh, tell you something. I see a pattern.
1: (laughs) There are 36.3 million PlayStation Plus subscribers. This generation, the company has been particularly good at not only retaining existing subscribers, but also expanding its audience. And as part of today's financial report, it revealed that as of December 31st, the service has a whopping 36.3 million members. That's a record up 2 million from the end of September 2018. It means that around 40% of all PlayStation, PlayStation 4 owners are subscribed to the service, but it's perhaps worth remembering that people who've purchased multiple consoles, such as those who've upgraded to the PS4 Pro, for example, skew the attach rate somewhat.
0: So Kyle, I bring this up because, holy crap, that's great news. Yeah. Again? PlayStation Plus is amazing. A lot of people, like a lot of Xbox fans out there, a lot of the fanboys. Let me tell you something. They go, well, actually, Xbox has over sixty-five million Xbox players online. That's not true. Actually, that number skewed because they have tiered systems. They have a free Xbox Live service, which is their silver, and then they have their gold members. Mm-hmm. So this number right here. 36 million is nothing to scoff at, guys. No, this is huge, and, and yeah, that's
1: part of how much money they made in PSN, probably too.
0: Eg- exactly. And just to see, like, this means 40% of all PlayStation 4 owners are subscribed to the service. And yeah, the number is skewed, so you can even skew that a bit higher to say maybe even half of the people that play PlayStation own this subscription service. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's nuts, that's crazy. With that, my question for you, Kyle with the free. PS3, PlayStation, Vita games ending in March. What new feature would you like to see added to PlayStation Plus? I know we Ooh. talked about last week that they're adding you know, cloud storage up to 100 gigs. Yeah. What else would you like to see come to the PlayStation oh, Plus service to get that attach rate even higher?
1: Yeah. I mean, the, the dream is to have a PSVR game every month. Mm-hmm. Um, but, man, maybe have... You know, I'm gonna steal from Xbox a little bit. Oh, so, okay. something that I really enjoy from Xbox's side and Xbox mm-hmm. Live is—I love their those explosives? goofy avatars. No,
0: got <laughs> <laughs> Shot smart.
1: Oh damn. Uh, no, Can't I like their I, I like their avatar system a lot. Oh, um, so I think that would be a cool thing to to have on PlayStation side of things. And sure, it could be blatant ripping off. Right. Um. Well, I mean, I they ripped
0: like, off the me, right? Is that what they oh, call yeah. it? Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, I think that would be something cool. N- yeah. Not that that would f- make people go out and buy plus subscriptions, mm-hmm. that's like a nice little cherry on top to like the free games every month. Um, yeah. I was thinking like maybe to customize a little bit more of the the PlayStation Home, like the main Ooh. screen a little bit. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't know. It's or maybe have the option to get rid of the awful video portion of the PS4. Like, do you remember how it used to be where you can just drop down and go immediately to YouTube or Twitch? Oh, yeah. And now it reloads a whole new page and
0: it's filled with advertisements? Yeah, get rid of it. Here's what they need to do, Colin. You want to buff up subscriber rates. Here's what you do. TV. You're saying, wait, they already did that with powers, right? Isn't this an awful idea? Exactly. That's why we're not going to do it. (laughs) No, I actually, yeah, I would love to see PSVR games come and be a part of the lineup. Also goes to show that, like, yeah, PlayStation 4, you're still going to get those free games still. When the PlayStation 5 comes out, man, it's going to be a killer lineup. You're going to have PS5, PlayStation 4 free games, and then hopefully by that point, PSVR free games. Yeah. oh, It's dope. Because the one thing that PlayStation Plus has been really good at, like Apex Legends, there's exclusive skins if you're a PlayStation member and a PlayStation Plus member. And they've been doing that a lot, too. There's, like, these little free offers that if you're a PlayStation Plus member, you get, like, these skins for free. I know, like, in um, uh, Realm Royale, you get the Battle Pass for free if you're a PlayStation Plus member. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, like, the the great thing about PlayStation Plus is truly the discounts you get as well. Like, I just saw before we started uh, Far Cry Primal, only 10 bucks pretty solid far cry game if you're a playstation plus member yeah it's dope
1: i know the assassin's creed Ezio trilogy is also only 10 bucks dude which is a steal for those three games yeah
0: uh but with that kyle
1: yeah this this next goober is confusing me joe
0: i'm not in my car and i feel uncomfortable (sighs) yeah did we steal from sean and luke yeah they steal from us all the time Ah, so just wait let's let's do a segment of Hey, everybody, I'm in my car. You're watching the Xbox, not Drive. <laughs> <sighs> All right, so this segment is sponsored yeah. by the Xbox Drive, and they sure. approve everything we say or do, so it's pretty much cool. Uh did Yeah. any of that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> This goober, I'm sorry. It's fine, it's fine, it's uh, fine. This goober comes not. from Polygon. Uh, Microsoft says Xbox Live is heading to iOS, Android, and Switch. Ooh. Windows Central called attention to the Microsoft presented panel Xbox Live, growing and engaging your gaming community across iOS, Android, Switch, Xbox, and PC, which will cover the forthcoming expansion of Microsoft's online platform. Xbox Live is about to get much bigger, the, the description reads. Xbox Live is expanding from 400 mil- million gaming devices and reached to over 68 million active players to over 2 billion devices with the release of our new cross-platform SDK. Get a first look at the SDK to enable game developers to connect players between iOS, Android, and Switch in addition to Xbox and any game in the Microsoft Store on Windows PCs. There's no mention of a launch window, but the panel aims to explain how Xbox Live will work on these varied mobile devices. The plan is to make achievement histories, friend lists, clubs, and more accessible to subscribers when they're not on their Xbox or PC. While Xbox Live is currently exclusive to Microsoft platforms, namely Windows, Xbox 360, and Xbox One, Microsoft has demonstrated interest in collaborating with its competitors since 2017. The company has enabled cross-platform play for Major multiplayer games like Rocket League, Fortnite, and Minecraft. When the Nintendo Switch version of Minecraft launched, both Nintendo and Microsoft even emphasized the connection when pr- promoting the game. Yep. Cross-platform play remains a core mission for Microsoft going into 2019. It seems.
0: So you might be asking yourself, Joe, you're not in your car, you're not yeah, no. harassing a I I feel dirty somebody. for
1: saying Microsoft and Xbox so many so times. So many
0: times. You know <laughs> what, guys? Here's your, you're in your car. Go to McDonald's, order a soft drink. It's on me, right? Uh, Large Diet Coke. Chelsea, I got you. Uh, Here's the deal. The reason why we bring this up is this is the strangest move ever in the history of games. I feel like, (laughs) it seems like, because Xbox Live is something that you would play on your Xbox, right? You don't usually think about it going to other platforms until Mm -hmm. today. And this, to me, is a monumental shift to where Microsoft is headed in the next generation and where it seems Sony's very hesitant To going so, with that you're only getting your friends list. You're getting uh, sorry achievement histories. Achievement histories. Um, Does that what? Why? Why do this? I don't don't, understand it.
1: I don't know. I is it a way for like? I'm strictly thinking on Switch's side of things. Yeah,
0: exactly. Same here.
1: Is it so Nintendo doesn't have to put in the work to make their own achievement type system?
0: Are they basically just going to use Xbox Live to do it themselves Like from From what it sounds like to me, this Xbox Live service is to make cross-play easier for developers mm-hmm. to get their hands on. I think that's the most important thing, where they're like, developers can get the, their hands on the SDK. That, that quote, very important. I think that's what the main thing is gotcha. yeah. going into this, is this like, hey, developers, we're opening the floodgates. Epic did it last month. We're doing it right now. Crossplays the future and to me it puts the fire on sony to really just go holy crap like i talked about this on bad big games like sony is not in control of the messaging of crossplay; mm-hmm. they're not in control of the conversation they're barely having it they're being too quiet on it and microsoft sees this as something of like let's be honest with each other xbox doesn't have any exclusives like like right now they, they want everybody to not talk about crackdown 3 yeah. By any means, they're trying to bury that game so bad because it does not look that great for, to most people. Mm-hmm. And so when you're looking at Xbox, you're seeing that they don't really have the games. They have some cool services, but what can they really do to help promote and better their image? And that's crossplay. Because they've seen Sony run the gambit on them, this entire generation of the games. And yeah, like games like Horizon, games like Last of Us, games like like God of War, like Mm Spider-Man. And you're seeing all these games come out, flooding the marketplace that Sony's just constantly killing it. And Microsoft's kind of sitting there eating glue, it seems. So I think this is a way to help better their image. But from Nintendo, it seems like this is a way for them to say, all right, we don't know internet stuff. <laughs> yeah. You guys over there in America handle it and maybe yeah. when we do our cloud-based service thing, we'll use we'll use some of your, you know, your tech maybe down the line we'll make a mm-hmm. partnership with you. Do you yeah. think that this means though this gives an entrance for Microsoft to actually introduce Game Pass or Xbox games into the Nintendo ecosystem? Yeah, I know that sounds crazy as hell. That
1: does sound crazy. And part of me, like, as I was reading this and hearing you talk about it uh, a little bit, mm-hmm. like, is this Microsoft's way to kind of, like, undercut Nintendo a little bit? Like, is like, yeah. a shady deal? Like, where if you're playing Minecraft on Switch, like, a little Xbox ad comes up and says, better on Xbox One X <laughs> type of thing. Right. Uh, like, I could... That's just Oops, me sorry. thinking the worst of Microsoft, but... uh
0: yeah, I, I, I think... Hey, Amy, i, um, I got oh. a question for you. You're, first, hi. Could you make me a coffee uh, black to Splenda? I'm sorry, Amy. What? Nothing. This is just for a bit. We're making fun of our friend. It's a, kind of an inside joke that we're sharing with our audience right now. Okay. Alright, goodbye. I'll see you in a few. <laughs> Oh Jesus! <laughs> she was so bewildered. I'm sorry. I no, don't know what fine. you said in the past two seconds.
1: <laughs> what I said was part of me once thinks Microsoft is doing this like in a shady way, right? Like where if you're playing Minecraft on a Switch, a little ad pops up and says "Better on Xbox One X." Just try to like pull pull customers away from the Switch, but not uh, really, right? But, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I yeah, I, I think it's Nintendo t- Nintendo's way of saying. Hey, our internet sucks. We I want to learn as much as possible from yeah. from you over there Microsoft
0: PC people.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think and they just know that they're, that way. S-
0: they're so behind yeah. that why even play catch up? Let's just partner up with the guys that already do it good Absolutely. and not even just learn, just take from it. Yep. Right? like yeah. like a kind of admit defeat but in the Nintendo fashion and at the same time Xbox gets a win out of it because they are advertising like they're not telling you up front hey this is better on Xbox. Yeah. They they're telling you though, hey, we're connecting our ecosystem, theoretically our games mm-hmm. w- and we're we're partnering up with Nintendo. That's making us look great because now Nintendo players, if they're looking for a second system, are they going to go to PlayStation? No, they see mm-hmm. our emblem all the time. Yeah. So they're going to go over here for their third-person games, and they're going to go play their first party in Nintendo. Everybody's going to be none the wiser. Yeah. And so with that, let's get back to PlayStation because I feel gross. All right, let me get out of my car. <laughs> Shellshock Prime writes in, with Xbox Live going on Nintendo Switch, Android, and iOS, would Sony try to make a similar deal or will they continue to do their own thing? Uh,
1: yeah, they're they're calling up Neo Geo right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, Atari, what have you, what have exactly. you been coming up? <laughs>
1: hey, you know those flashback consoles? <laughs> Teach us how to make an actual Uh-oh. classic system. Not really, Jesus, those yeah. are garbage too. Okay, uh, I don't think they, they'll try to make a similar deal. I think they're... They'll do their own thing. I think what they have is pretty strong. Yeah. Um,
0: it's also just it's just a strange news story because I don't yeah. see. It's something that we'll probably see in the future push Sony, mm-hmm. but I think this does, if, if anything, push them to actually start talking about crossplay. Yeah. Start yeah. controlling this conversation because now you got Xbox giving up the tools for developers. Yeah. yeah. And that's just something else.
1: And also, like, who else is to make a deal with? And Microsoft pretty much took everybody in that one one thing.
0: Hmm, they did partner with Steam that one time. That was nuts. Remember that? Mm-hmm. You got the Steam store on your PS3, man. God, yeah. those were the days. Kyle, let's get to the last story. The on last goober? The list. Yes, sir. Where does this come from? Oh, uh,
1: this is a variety article. Yes, I'm so so sorry. I, yeah. No, Give it's a fine. Variety click. Uh, Disney says it's never been good at video games, <laughs> remains happy with EA's work. Oh, boy. This is good one. The Walt Disney Company has a good relationship, in quotes, with electronic arts and has no interest in returning to video games, something with which it was never able to, again, in quotes, demonstrate much skill. CEO Bob Iger said in an earnings call Tuesday, we're good at making movies and television shows and theme parks and cruise ships and the like. We've just never managed to demonstrate much skill on the publishing side of games. Yeah. Iger said in response to a question about Disney's potential future involvement in video game development. The Walt Disney Company has been shedding its video game development and publishing interests almost as long as it's been in the business of making interactive entertainment. Over the course of decades Disney has created and purchased studios and publishers only to later shut them down. In 2016 Disney discontinued discontinued the highly regarded Disney Infinity franchise Mm -hmm. and closed down the developer ending all self-publishing efforts. That effort continued in 2018 with the closing of Club Penguin Island and the sale of Emoji Blitz, which is a great mobile game, by the way. I play Emoji Blitz all the time.
0: Okay, real talk here. I love my favorite part of this quote is not the funny joke where they say they have a good relationship with EA. Yeah. The kicker is, we're going to make it movies, TV shows, (laughs) theme parks. Wait, he goes, and theme parks. And then he's like, oh shit, wait, are we going to have one more thing? There's one more. Uh,. Oh, and cruise ships,
1: <laughs> and the like. Like, what else is left? Yeah, it's like uh, I don't know. If, uh... Pajamas. We're good at making yeah, pajamas. Yeah, we're good kind
0: at of merchandising. I don't. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, you could have said like your retail stories. <laughs> I don't know. Cruise exactly. ships just seems out of nowhere to me. Yeah. 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 But like, we also do uh, fucking uh, Disney on Ice.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Robbie Bobby Miller got that one. So like, yeah, it's it is. Um, God, what a what a, a, what a quote. Yeah. And I actually agree with him. Yeah? That's the thing. Like think of your like to me, think in your mind, mm-hmm. when was the last really good Disney game? Think about it. I'll look at that air so,
1: ring. So the 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 first the first thing that popped in my head when you said that goes all the way back
0: mm-hmm.
1: to Aladdin and Lion King on Genesis and the Toy Story game on PS1.
0: But those are all licensed, right? Was
1: like, the, I, were they not Disney Interactive? I thought they were.
0: I don't think so. I could be wrong. Yeah, Someone yell at me in the comments. But like, to me, when we're thinking recent memory, like we're going back decades for those, right? Like, yeah. look at what they've done. Disney Infinity, dunzo. Marvel Heroes, dunzo. Uh, what else? What else? Disney Infinity they were,
1: Aladdin was Disney Interactive. Oh,
0: okay. I'm wrong. Well, yeah. you know what? That's why you're the best. Um, <laughs> Epic Mickey. Dunzo. Oh, that's a good game, though. Right? It is a great game. But, like, yeah. all these games. They might be critical darlings. Might be cult hits. Yeah. But they've all failed. hmm And when Disney looks at the list of what they've acquired, even LucasArts. I'm going to say it, guys. I know I say it a oh, lot. Boy. But, um... You know, ba- uh, Battle of Terracassi, not a good game. <laughs> but, like, even when it comes to the Star Wars games, I get it. Dude, Jedi Academy, one of my favorite Star Wars games ever. Old Republic, really awesome, but that was licensed. Um, you know, we have a lot of in-house, like Force Unleashed. Force Unleashed, too, decent. Um, but then you have games like the Kinect Star Wars, mm. right? You have the the Battle Pod racing, like... Mm you have all these other games that just don't do great. I would loved Republic commando, but it didn't sell well. And then you had that studio just bombarded with mismanagement. And I know it sucks, but a lot of people bring up like Marvel and how great they're doing. We've brought it up a couple of times, but I was thinking on the car ride over they've canceled Marvel heroes. Yes. They've bought a few small studios to make mobile games, But really, the only thing that notch that they have in their belt, Spider-Man, the other two games, like, um, what is it, Um, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, the reaction of that was very mixed, though I'm very excited for it. Yeah. And the Square Enix game, we saw a a two-second trailer years ago.
1: Yeah. What, two,
0: three years now? Yeah, and I get it. Like, it's really easy to hate on EA, but, because I hate how they've handled Star Wars... Yeah, but Biiger kind of has a point. Mm-hmm. What have they done that we blame EA for doing the same exact thing? You open all all these studios just to close them down. We've done the same. I don't That's know. Sure, yeah. Kyle. What do you think about all this news?
1: I, I, I at first I was like, no, this is stupid. Yeah, like Disney makes they did make pretty great games back mm-hmm. in the day. Um, but the more I was listening to you, I was like, no, you're right. Like I can't give them a pass for doing the same type of thing that EA does. I can't be mad at EA and not be mad at this one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I kind of have to, it, cause you're right. They're, they are very similar to
0: each other. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, yeah, I would love to see them take the IP and have a Marvel esque approach where you're throwing to various, yeah. you're licensing to various different, uh, you know, developers and publishers, but. That's just not the case, and right now, yeah, like, dude, Battlefront Two for the controversy it caused, EA sold nine million copies. Mm-hmm. God knows what those what those microtransactions did. Same with the original Battlefront. Same with the dude. The mobile game has a huge audience attached to it. My brother is one of those nerds, so <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, man. Yeah, I I, I want to be angry because it's EA. And it's easy to hate on EA. It's the fun thing to do. It's the easiest thing to do. It's like taking candy from a baby. Are we we
1: ever going to see Disney take a Marvel approach and really look at and try to give out uh, properties to certain developers?
0: Maybe after after this run with EA's over, they'll take a look. I mean, again, we still have five years, and apparently rumor has it is that Fallen Order from Respawn is killing it. It's really good. So if Fallen Order is good and it it hits critically and it sells well, I think we're all going to shut the fuck up in in about a year, you know? Yeah. Or, Mm -hmm. hey, maybe we're right, but I don't know. With that, I want to turn to, for me, is the topic of the show. And I want to thank Famous Seamus for writing in, first and foremost. And Kyle, would you mind if I read it? Absolutely. Famous Seamus writes in, just like you can, via the BadBit Discord, aka Casa de BadBit, or you could write us in at PS Trophy Room, you could tweet at us. He says this. I know this isn't really a topic anymore, but I feel like I should ask. A few weeks ago H uh, Bomber Guy, a popular YouTuber, YouTuber did a live stream of himself 100%ing Donkey, Donkey Kong 64 to raise money for Mermaid, a transgender charity after their funds were put under review after a well-known transphobic prick and his fo- followers complained about it. During the live stream, several guests appeared, including Jim Sterling, uh, Lindsay Ellis, Fallout New Vegas lead designer Josh Sawyer, John Romero, Donkey Kong '64 composer Grant Kirkhope, a U.S. representative Alexandria, or sorry, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, and more, and the stream raised over three hundred and forty-seven thousand dollars for mermaids. I have two questions: Why didn't you guys ask about, or sorry, talk about this? Because I think this is an excellent example of gamers doing great things for others. I have to admit, I was a little disappointed you didn't talk about it. Admittedly, there was or have been a lot of news, so I can see why you couldn't talk about it. So first, let me first say this. I love this question. This Mm -hmm. question is the best question we've ever gotten on this podcast, hands down. And I wanna thank you for calling me on my shit. Uh, So I'm going to be completely blunt, honest, transparent. Like Kyle, we were talking before the show, you say yep. that I wear my heart on my sleeve. That's what I'm yep. about to do right now. I rip my heart off, bam, right on my sleeve. So if you can allow me just two-minute rant, you get time me here. First and foremost, I apologize. I apologize to not just you, Seamus, but everybody listening. Uh, I am a huge, huge ally of the LGBTQ plus movement. They're people, and we often forget about that. I hate when I see all these people... Mm, I, I hate when I see people be bigots, right? Like, say stupid shit about transgenders and mm-hmm. mis, mispronouncing their names and, and whatnot or misgendering them because they, they don't understand. And instead of trying to understand or at least accepting them, they rather just spew hatred. Um, I apologize. I didn't get to this story. I understood that there was a charity for transgender kids. Uh, during that week and like just the weeks in general, just to let you guys know, very busy with college. Uh, so I missed out and that's not an excuse. That's just me telling you honest why I didn't make it onto the show or else it would have. Mm-hmm. Um, you know usually we get very very it's a very touch and go subject. Um, I know it makes some people uncomfortable, rightfully so. It's something you're not used to. Um, but it's also a great way to inform people you know I get it some other people don't like it because they might not agree with it but guess what people are people and whether you love someone uh or whether you know you feel like you aren't who you are in your skin the mission of life is to love yourself and that's what the whole goal is so I'm sorry that I missed out on this there is no there is no excuse my apologies again I didn't know the stream was happening but it is what it is but I want to make this very clear I love the LGBTQ uh, plus people, communities, they're amazing. One of my best friends, Ash, is transgendered and I didn't understand that until he came out and until he showed me his true colors and said this is who I am and laid him, his whole self out on the line and then I finally understood it. And so I just wanna say if you're out there, we love you, we mm-hmm. support you, I love it. And I and again, yeah. I, you know, I, I don't want to get political because this is a podcast about PlayStation, but it is important. Gamers yeah. just did something really awesome. Over mm-hmm. over $300,000 for kids, for a good cause. Mm-hmm. So many people coming out from various different points of view, right? You had a politician in there. You had a composer. You had John Romero. He made Doom, right? Yeah. That's awesome. And yeah. so, Yeah. Good on you, and, mermaids. Go go check that charity out. And,
1: and I, I can't... I echo everything Joe said. I'm a huge ally as well mm-hmm. to, to that community and uh, I, I don't want Joe to take all the blame here. I am uh, one of the hosts of this channel and I also dropped the ball on this. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm glad that we're getting a chance to talk about it now mm-hmm. and raise aware, awareness about what happened now because this is truly remarkable mm-hmm. and it deserves to be talked about mm-hmm. and... Um, I'm very happy, Seamus, you you called us out on this because this this 100% deserves to be said and talked about. So, yes, thank
0: you. Yeah. uh, One other thing, too. Sometimes news slips through us. So, uh, Bad Bit Discord, we have, like, this news section. If you have a bit of news, you could just spam that link in there. Don't don't Mm -hmm. actually spam the link. Throw the link in there. I always check Discord. Every hour I check it to make sure what's going on, everything's happy and whatnot. So, please, throw it in there. I always take a look at it. Um, you know, usually when I'm looking at news stories, it's actually Push Square, Polygon, Kotaku, then IGN. So mm-hmm. that's how you, you see, oh, and Dual Shockers is actually second on the list. So that's how we go through the news. That's why probably I missed out on it. But again, <coughs> no excuse. Thank you. And two, if you're going to do something similar to what H Bomber Guy did, 100% complete a game while raising money for charity, what game would you play and what charity would you raise money for?
1: It's a, that's a a really good question, mm-hmm. and something I feel like we could do.
0: I, we like can in the
1: future. Um, I would probably go with what game would I one hundred percent live stream? Um, probably the the Ratchet and Clank, uh, the new one on PS four. I, I I love that game, and I've hundred percented it multiple times. I see what you're grabbing, and that was kind of like. I knew you were going to go Bloodborne. Um, but yeah, my mine would be something like, uh, 100, like 100% like Ratchet & Clank. Yep. Um, Spider-Man would be cool to do too. 100% round of Spider-Man. Ooh, yeah, okay. Um, yes. Well, no, Horizon's way too big. I don't think I even 100%ed it with my Platinum. Oh, that's um, true. But yeah, I think something like a platformer or something that's super fun to play yeah. would 100% do it. And the charity, it would probably Extra Life, or um, uh, I'm trying to remember the name of it, but uh, it, it is it Children's...
0: Uh, Ch- uh, children's Miracle Network?
1: Well, yeah, that's for the Extra Life. I was okay. trying to think of uh, another one. Uh, basically, there's a charity... I'm going to look this up so I, I, I don't fumble it. That make sure that kids don't go without food. Ooh, um, that's a good one. Because, like, every kid deserves to eat, yeah.
0: and no it,
1: it, it makes me so sad when I go to school and kids don't eat. They can't and, afford it,
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, for me, uh, it would definitely be Bloodborne. Why? Because I'm very good at Bloodborne. I'm not sitting here saying I'm the best and I can whatever, I'll whatever. Uh, I'm just saying it's, it's a game I'm comfortable with so that I can talk to the chat and play without having to be stressed out about how I'm handling both. Uh, so I'd probably be Bloodborne. That and it's just a really good game, guys. Mm -hmm. Um, I would for 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 a charity, no doubt, do Resident Evil, uh, remake, two remake. Because guys, we did it. We we streamed it just for fun over the weekend. Moody was dying. Moody was Dunzo's. (laughs) He like I was screaming because I did not see Mister X, come so soon. That's what she said, and it was terrifying. I would be terrified for for good cause absolutely back in the day i think it was about a year or two ago we did gaming against cancer because i'm all about that fuck cancer life cancer's awful cancer took my yep. grandpa and it should never take anybody and so i'm very big on um, on giving money to places like st jude Hosp- uh, children's hospital because to me the worst thing i can ever think about not just cancer is just kids with cancer that's awful i've lost i remember when i was a kid you know there was two girls that lost their battle to cancer other yeah, they're beautiful, amazing, smart girls that, man, it sucks. It's yeah. awful. I would love to eradicate that. Ooh. Um, the other charity I would like to do would be uh, Disabled Gamer's Special Effect. Uh, having That Super Bowl ad, give it up to Microsoft. Yeah. Holy shit, you made me Absolutely. cry twice. Man, beautiful. That's what video games are. That's ooh, the power of video games.
1: That's what I would do. Uh, so, so I found the charity. It's called No Kid Hungry.
0: Okay.
1: NoKidHungry.org uh, um, to make sure that no kid goes without food, which is fantastic. Uh, another one that I've also donated in, in years past that I would love to do a stream for is uh, the Children's Health Fund. Make sure kids can actually go see a doctor when they need it and get the health care that they That's need.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. With that, guys, um, I think we're going to end it here. We had one more question. I'm sorry, Eric. We couldn't get to you today. I'm so sorry. Next week. Next week. Okay, but your record still stands because I mentioned you on the on the show. So there you <laughs> go. Um, with that, gang, I want to just just highlight the last two questions here from from Famous Seamus. I can't announce anything yet, but to me, I always want to highlight the beauty of video games more than just PlayStation. I've always wanted to do something where I highlight other areas of video games that get overlooked. Groups of people that get overlooked. And with that, tune in this month, at the end of the month, we're going to have some really big news. The Sweet. third branch of Bad Bit grows, and I think it's going to be our biggest and most impactful yet. So, everybody, with all that said, let's get to the plugs. Kyle, what do you got to plug today?
1: Uh, My you, man. I'm, I'm going to plug myself.
0: Hell yeah. Who uh,
1: that <laughs> ninja 73 yeah, cool. on Twitter? And uh, on PSN, go ahead and send me the friend request. My show all about the kind of funny community, uh, best friends talk funny. You can find that on Twitter at BFS Talk Funny, and anywhere you listen to your podcast services. So do the podcast thing, rate it five stars, write a review. Uh, new episode will be going up on Monday with Emmett Watkins Jr. from Los Haro Games. He's in, he's incredible. I can't wait for you to listen to that one. Um, and yeah, go go out and. and uh, I'm gonna go a little off topic here. Yeah. Uh, not really that far off topic, but <laughs> go for it. Uh, talking about the charities, uh, if you have a little bit to give, go find a charity and give because um, it's a great feeling and uh, put some put some good out in the world. Yeah, please,
0: yeah. please. With that, I'll do a little plug in myself. You could go follow us at or subscribe to us over at Bad Beat Games on YouTube. That's where you can find the video portion of this podcast that comes out each and every Thursday. You can like this podcast. Sorry. You can like this podcast five stars. That would be the most amazing thing. You could do what Purple Monkey did. Okay. Jonathan Brown. The person that has made our intro for this show, the fan of a show, that's why I love it so much. It's my favorite intro, because it's JB doing it. He rated us last uh, last two days ago. Yeah, I was going to say last night. But yeah, thank you so much, JB. That means the world. If you could do that, it helps build, grow this big, beautiful family I call home. I love doing this podcast. It means the world. Every night, man, I sit down. We just have so much fun. So I want to thank you guys for coming out tonight. Um, Also, you can help me get nominated to be part of the kind of funny up-and-comer nominations. If you like this show and you want to see this show get highlighted in a big, major way, then you can help by nominating either me, Mr. Bad Bit, or Mr. Kyle Stevenson to be, or both, because you get multiple votes. You get multiple votes, guys. So help the show grow by going over there KindofFunny.com/upandcomer. Nominate both of us. That would mean the world. It's a dream come true. But hey, you know what? You know what's even a bigger dream? Every single week we do this podcast. My best friend Kyle. It's the most amazing thing. So that's that's just that's just enough for me. Oh, follow me at Mr. Badbit at PS Trophy Room. And with all that said, with oh. all that out of the way, keep Real hunting. Real oh,
1: What? Sorry. Uh, do we want to? Tell people to go show some love to somebody <sighs> this week?
0: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I almost forgot. You know where we're going to? Where are we going? Media freaking Molecule. Go there hit up is. Media Molecule. Send them the love. They did awesome work this week. Or, sorry, this whole month with the Dreams Beta. Also, I almost forgot. Getting fit with Badbit. We forgot last week. So, let's do this right now. Kyle, I made up for Lost Ground. I am yeah. right now at 347.5. Sweet. I've lost two and a half pounds. We're keeping on nosediving, and I love it. So with all that said, with all that out of the way, keep hunting and keep playing PlayStation.